Hello, it's Julie Story. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. This is the podcast where I tell you ridiculous life stories and make you laugh, hopefully entertained you a whole lot, all while just giving you wisdom nuggets like I'm a Chick-fil-A lady that's like my pleasure at the end, like just giving away... <laughs> Where did that come from? Chick-fil-A nuggets. <laughs> Shout out Chick-fil-A. Anyway, so that's that's why I'm here. That's why you're here. I The last four days, there's been like so much going on. I just can't even wait to tell you. Because a few days ago, I'm sitting on my couch. And Andre and I, we... Um, if we want to watch like a show together, we, like we try to like mutually agree on watching shows because like we value our marriage and we don't want to spend our life together in disconnection. So we like like to agree on things. Um, one thing that he does not agree on watching, The Bachelor. Anything Bachelor related, Bachelor in Paradise, this man will literally like run out of the room. And I don't fault him for it because if I think about like The Bachelor too long, two things happen. One, I feel extraordinarily guilty for uh, watching because I'm just thinking this is a show where somebody's dating multiple people at once, literally making out with multiple people on the same night. A uh, good thing everybody knows. I mean, that that's, you know, that's a good thing. And then the other way I feel is... Um, like I can't stop watching. It's just, it's it's a guilty pleasure. It's just one of those things like, you know, some people, uh, you know, eat tubs of ice cream every night. I have to watch The Bachelor. It's just, and The Bachelor, all of, all of them, all of them I have to watch. And Andre will not, no matter what I say, no matter if I tell him, oh, there's other, you know, other, you know, husbands watch with their wives. He's like, well, I'm not other husbands. I'm your husband. I'm like, come on, babe. So yeah, he won't watch it. In any case, we were not watching The Bachelor. We're, we, we were trying to find something to watch. And normally, like, Andre will, like, flip through stuff and I'll flip through stuff. So I just was waiting to, like, I was like, hey, let me know if you want to watch something. If not, I'm just going to put on this show that I heard about on Netflix called tidying up so i was i'm gonna be honest i had heard about marie kondo's book a long time ago and um i didn't really like look into it i you know just kind of like something i heard about and then i started hearing about tidying up on netflix and i was i was like um really nervous to watch because i i anticipated what actually happened I was thinking to myself, what is this show going to do in my life? Because I I hate cleaning, but I love when things are organized. I mean, I my pantry right now is snacks, first of all, um, no shame. And they're all in these clear containers because I think it looks so messy to look inside of your um, pantry and see like the boxes. And I think it's because I, 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 I'm a designer. I went to school for design. My brain thinks in colors and fonts and all these things. So I'm constantly, my, my subconscious and my conscious is constantly looking for how do things look next to each other. And so... A few years ago, I was like, you know what? I, I can't stand 
all of these like colorful boxes in there and just it looks a hot mess so I went to the dollar store um because I'm not at Khloe Kardashian's level yet um I don't know if you've seen this if you go on Pinterest or on Google and you search Khloe Kardashian's like pantry it's it there's angels that live in that space like they, there's just singing and glowing and the the most organized closet full of snacks that are in these containers and I think the containers are you know roughly $350 each one that you know they're because you know that's what they are and so you know you're looking on Pinterest and you just you can hear the angels glowing like just glory dust shows up in your own house looking at her pantry and I'm not at the level yet where I can put the $1.99 goldfish crackers into the $350 clear container. So I work with, you know, I'm like, I work with what I got. Let's just figure this out. I went to the dollar store and lo and behold, they have little plastic clear containers. And the kids were, you know, younger a couple of years ago. So I thought these are great. They're, they're easy for the kids to maneuver, which is what every mom makes purchasing choices considering. If there's a container that's not, you know, obviously medicine or something dangerous, um, you know, like leaving the snacks, the mom snacks open to the children. How many of you moms hide the mom snacks? You know what I'm talking about. I don't even need to go there. You already know. You're already thinking right now. Your snacks are strategically placed in a position to where little eyes cannot see them because these kids are... They will not stop eating, first of all, which is awesome because they're growing amazing. I would like them to grow being fueled and energized by the snacks that are not mine. That I mean, it's just a preference. Uh, I give a lot to them, fed them with my body. I would like to feed them with their snacks that I don't want to eat. Um, like, have you ever had goldfish that are like... Um, they're like the pizza infused or like the alternate flavors. Cannot stand those. Uh, and, and my son like insists he wants the pizza flavored. I mean, I don't blame him. It's pizza flavored, but still disgusting. I, I would rather them eat those things and not my snacks. So I hide my snacks. But when we're making purchasing choices for our home and we have children, I I believe mom's or if they don't, they really should be. Maybe this is just like a moment for you, just like, you know, just to click, just a revelatory moment. Like puzzle pieces are coming together, just unlocking your mind right now as a mom. The goal for children from the first zero to five years is is majority focused on keeping them alive. I, you know, I've talked about this before. We just want to keep them not doing crazy things like running out into the street, those kinds of things. So after five, it begins a beautiful time in the children-mom relationship where children can learn things like buckling their own seatbelts and pouring their own oatmeal into the bowl. And suddenly a new world opens to a mom, one that we forgot completely about, and it's called independent life. <laughs> where your children, um, you know, they, we'd never experienced that up until that point. I mean, up until age five, when you have children, you, you're just, you're just uh, their guardians to keeping them living. And then they transition to this beautiful time where 
they're independent and it's amazing. And I believe as a mother, especially I was a single mom with an 18-month-old and a three-year-old, my entire focus in life was to help build in these children maturity and love, loving people, but mainly to create in them an independent life where they could wake up in the morning and get dressed themselves and those kinds of things that are like, you know, functional human beings. So when I'm, when I'm making purchasing choices, I'm thinking, how is this going to work in connection with my other goals? My goals um, continue to foster independence in my children so that when they turn 18, one, they know how to think for themselves. Two, they believe that they're intelligent enough to make great, amazing choices. And three, that they're functioning human beings who know how to do things like mm, put their shoes in the shoe cubby. I, that's just, you know, I just don't want them to leave the house without knowing nobody is going to clean up after you and nor should you expect to bring somebody into the connection of your life to that, that they will clean up after you. You are not getting married, my son, to marry a woman to do your laundry. That's not her job. Like, you will be a grown man that can do... I just, I just believe that that's, that is the children that I want to send out into the world. You're welcome to their spouses. You're welcome to society because I refuse to let them grow up in a place where they don't know how to do things. But I have to admit, um, and I know we were talking about containers for snacks. I'm getting there. They, I, I feel like they're 12 and my son's about to turn 11 this summer. Um, at 12 and 10, we've had some regression in these areas. It's, it's always shocking to me when I get to these moments where I remember when they were little, every single day we would walk into the house from wherever we were and I would say, put just shoes in their cubby together with their friend because shoes have a friend. There are two of them. The shoes have to go together with their friend and they never, ever, ever didn't do that because I you walk in the house, this is the habit, you put the shoes together in front. I never looked for shoes. Never in my life because I hate looking for things. I feel like it's such a waste of time to like be looking for things. I don't have those children anymore. I, I don't know where they went. We've tried everything. We've tried toy jail where like if they leave out their toys or leave out their stuff, their stuff goes in the, you know, puts it in toy jail. We've set alarms at night where they have to like go around the house and pick up their stuff. I don't know what's happening other than the fact that inside of me, there, there's just a belief system. Maybe it's contributing. And the belief system is, oh my goodness, you are 12 years old. I shouldn't have to tell you to put your shoes in the cubby with a friend because you are 12 years old and you've been doing this since you're three. I mean, that, that's inside of me. So I almost feel like that's contributing. Um, and, and it's helpful to have a husband who is a um, child development expert. He went to college to learn about child development and he goes to ongoing trainings to learn about children and about how they grow and about how they think. So when he came into our life, he came into the three of us, the, 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 the dynamic of the three of us, I was still doing an insane amount of things for them and they had convinced me that they were helpless. 
uh, lies, all lies. And I didn't realize this until I got married to my husband and he's like, uh, babe, um, so the kids are, the kids are at a place where they can fold and put their laundry away. And I just, I mean, I clutched my invisible pearl so hard. I literally gasped because I, I was thinking, you must not know. You must not know my amazing new husband. These children are are victims to their disdain for doing things like chores. And I, I have to save them from their own trauma. And there was a few times I remember very, very specifically that my husband's like, babe, uh, he's telling me, you, you you are doing way too much. Like, these kids can do these things. And I was like, but they're, I mean, they're like seven and eight years old. And he, you know, early childhood development specialist extraordinaire. He's like, yeah, so um, my four-year-olds do what your eight and seven, like, the, like Layla and Kai are not doing things that my four-year-old is doing so like you need to like step back and I was like okay like you know we'll just try it out and see and I I constantly like worried like anxiety so I was like I you know I don't want them to be doing like not age-appropriate things and all this stuff and he would just look at me and he's like no (laughs) he's like these kids need to have chore lists like they need to be doing stuff and I'm all about independence and I wasn't even like I wasn't even like truly fulfilling them into independence so we're talking about purchases that we make as a as a mother um we constantly think about our children in relationship to our children like we can't just purchase things without considering the other people that's in our home because obviously we're nurturers and like women are nurturers and like this is our role as mothers and it's a beautiful amazing thing so when i'm making purchasing choices like containers the snacks are going in um i'm thinking can little hands function with these containers they did uh what they couldn't do though was uh control uh serving sizes because it's amazing how quickly an entire bag of goldfish can fill a cereal bowl and um and they've gotten really good about like double checking because there's a few times that um, they wanted to flex their independence via enormous amounts of carbohydrate intakes in salty snacks. And it just, you know, walking past the couch, glancing down like, what in the world? This is so much snacks. Like, you, this is a snack. This isn't a four-course meal of goldfish. What is happening? So they've learned, they have to kind of double check with me. But I, I mean, when I started watching Tidying Up, I, I, I thought, one, you know, about like, you know, I have containers in my pantry and like every week I like reorganize the pantry. It makes me feel so happy to look in there and see all the snacks and the clear containers and be one step closer to Chloe. But I think I knew, I had a knowing that when I was watching this show, something was going to happen. And I just thought, well, I'll just put it on. You know, Andre's going to ask me to turn it off like The Bachelor. It's fine. Like, I'll just, you know, I just kind of wanted to see what it was. And then um, 
three episodes later, we were both watching this show and um, our life has completely changed. It, 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 I, I, don't, I don't even have words right now. That, that's how much, and that's hard for me to even get to that place. That's how much everything in our like world shifted because we're watching this gorgeous little being of joy and I think my 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 branding mind and like my you know woman entrepreneur mind and my like heart is just like glowing because I realize this woman has found her thing she's found her niche she's found something that makes her happy and it also helps other people and like that is what entrepreneur women like that is the whole goal babes like you find the thing that brings you joy and you connect it with other people's pro like solving other people's problems and it's like amazing like not only are you happy and healthy and whole and amazing and your mental health is like awesome because you're happy and you're enjoying what you're doing but also you're helping other people in a way that really matters and so we got to be those people on the other side of our tv screen and um we watched the show and then the next night you know we get to the end of the night and we're like well um I, we're watching it right you know i just kind of looked over it and it's just a knowing so we're just like yeah we turn it back on and then like two more episodes and so um we like go and hang out we're on a date and we're like talking about all these things and um we start talking about the show and you know we both had to reach this decision together which was really easy and we pretty much just said so we're gonna do it right and we're just like yeah like I don't even remember like we were so like in sync I don't even remember who said what it was just like yeah we're doing this and the doing this is you know on the show she teaches people how to essentially organize their entire home in a way that doesn't make you feel like crazy but in a really systematic way and it's a it's a tech technique I suppose and um so she starts with clothes this is why I'm telling you the story because um if, if you've been following me on Instagram you know I just cleaned out my closet recently it's something that I do periodically because I I feel like my anxiety is heightened when things are a hot mess. When things in my house are messy, I feel super high anxiety. Like I can't sit down and like relax and like read a book or anything because I always feel like there is so much to do. And something that I've always said and I've just like, I have to fight this battle in my mind is that I believe that if I don't do it, it won't get done. And I I think I've learned this because my husband and I think very differently. And it's not like I think the right way and he thinks the wrong way. I've learned that that's not the case. The case is really that we just see the world differently. Um, I see it the right way and he sees it the wrong way. No, I'm just kidding, kind of. Just we just see the world differently, and I think particularly being a mother and like being a single mother so long and having little kids. I mean, I was the one that was doing everything, and he jumped into our world. And this is part of the conversation of like when you have a blended family. Like he came into a single, you know, mom's life, my life, with two small kids, young kids, and 
we were all bonding emotionally and like we we're trying to like synergize okay so you're in our in the house now like he is there you know he's their not only their friend that they like got to know and like got to know from church and like that's how they knew him but then then he transitioned to a fathering role and that that takes time to like synergize and 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 their relationship was amazing before we even got married it was awesome like he took so much time to just like invest into the kids and like he sees them and he feels them in his heart like they are his own so he doesn't like say like I'm stepdad or like he's he feels them in his heart and so he's just like he just fathers them he loves them he fathers them he spends time with them individually like he loves spending time with them he loves to take them out one it's amazing but him coming into our home we still had to bond and synergize as a family of four and that meant housework got redistributed and and balanced in different ways and there was a really long time where I um, didn't do a good job communicating what I was feeling. Instead, I would just do things and be upset about it. Um, so there's a thing called your husband can't read your mind. It's I, I've, where'd this come from? It, it's a real thing. Uh, it, it's, again, it's not, not like something that's diagnosed. Um, it's just a thing that exists. So I did something that was called, um, I cleaned our bathroom for, I don't know, uh, two, two years, um, including his stuff. And like, I cleaned our bathroom for two years, mad about it because I never said, Hey, like, can we alternate doing this chore? I just would like, Oh, it needs to be done. I just do it. And there was, I don't know, probably a thousand of those things that I did in the house. And he just is amazing, servant-hearted. Like, he's the sweetest guy ever. Like, if I ever say anything that's even slightly, like, neutral. He doesn't even have any negatives. It's, like, amazing or, like, neutral. Um, He's just that amazing. So if I say anything that sounds negative, it's really not. Because he just is, like, so, he's just so close to, like, perfect he would never say he would never say this he would roll his eyes and all these things he's just amazing but um I feel like I I created this moment where he transitioned into neutral because I didn't like say hey um I actually don't want to do this every time like I just thought that he lives in the house he's gonna notice that one day the bathroom needs to be clean and he's just gonna do it didn't happen that way and that caused I don't know frustration in me and uh, finally, after two two years of doing something angrily and, like, fresh, like, not enjoy. Like, I was not serving my husband to joy. I was serving, like, I don't know, <laughs> my immaturity in disdain. Uh, I finally said, hey, like, you haven't cleaned the bathroom in two years. And he's kind of like, well, I didn't, like, know that I, like, we didn't talk about it. Like, you, you were doing it, so it was cool, right? Like, <clears throat> my fault. It was totally my fault. In any case... Um, I always feel like everything in the house is my responsibility. It's not. It's just the world that I live in. I have to like, I have to like tell myself, even with the kids, like I very rarely like ask for help because whatever reason, I don't know. So I've gotten into this pattern of just like, I just do everything and I just do it all. And like, you know, Andre is 
amazing at like helping out he does like the dishes or he'll do the laundry like he folds the laundry like crazy i hate folding laundry it's awesome but um we've just gotten to the point in being married for three years now that we just kind of we just kind of all work together except for the kids they still have to be prompted and like all those things which i think is very normal like what what 12 year old wants to clean a room except for me when i was little and also you know my 12 year old she doesn't mind cleaning it's really well it depends it's all about moods you know that babe it's all about moods it doesn't matter what the personality type is if the mood is right then the stuff is gonna be crazy so we're watching this show and we decide we are gonna do this technique so the first thing that you do is you get all your clothes and you bring them out i just cleaned out my closet uh a couple weeks ago just cleaned out my clothes got rid of a ton of stuff and so the stuff i brought out was a pretty i mean it was the pile was as high all of my clothes was the pile was as high as like my little like chair out in our living room so it was an extraordinary amount of stuff but i'm sitting there and the whole goal is like you you touch the item and you you essentially notice how you feel about it and she calls it like sparking joy so you're noticing the response that you have to that article of clothing. And if that response isn't like exciting or awesome, she calls it joy. So if it doesn't spark joy, then you need to thank it, thank the article of clothing and let it go. It served its purpose in your life. You need to let it go. So I'm sitting with this pile of clothes and I start looking at it and immediately I... I start learning so much about myself and I just was not expecting this. It got real deep real fast and I just was not expecting cuz I cuz I was thinking I have I don't have a lot like a ton of clothes like it, you know whatever I'll just get rid of stuff. And then I started touching things and I realized half more than half, probably 75% of the clothing I owned I didn't like or want or want to wear or want to have at all and as I'm like touching the clothes I'm just like what is going on like why am I saving this like I had pants that I had since I was 16 years old like I'm still the same body size as I was in like my senior prom I still have a dress that I wore on a cruise when I was 15 years old that I wore on a photo shoot recently like I I have these things and I'm like why am I keeping things that don't make me happy I love that dress by the way that 15 year old I got it was like a vintage dress and I was like I love it It as like a train and Laylee wore it to her holiday dance that dress is staying but anyway so I'm going through one by one and Andre immediately starts on the books and you're supposed to go in order you're supposed to go clothing and books but Andre has only clothes that he loves and wears like he's just not that like his his closet is like five things like he just does not have he so he skipped the first part so he went out to his books which are a bigger deal for him to process so I'm sitting there with this pile of clothes and I start realizing that I had been so afraid of getting rid of clothes because I am afraid that I'm not gonna have anything And I realized where that came from was that I have been consciously and subconsciously 
um, not valuing myself enough to take care of myself in this particular area. There's a lot of areas that I do take care of myself, food and nutrition. I, I love that kind of stuff and like mental health and learning to take care of my soul and all those things are amazing. But this was an area that was unaddressed because I never did this process. I never actually confronted. And, and what I'm used to is like I see the opposite of me and everybody else's stories. I see, you know, people have tons and tons and tons and tons of clothes. And I don't have that. And so I felt like, well, you know, I don't even have a lot. So like I don't need to do this because I don't have a lot. And like I don't have that problem. No, no, no. I had a different problem. And I feel like my problem is equally as imperative to address because I realized that with my children and even with Andre I would bend over backwards to make sure that they had what they needed like if my kids say my shoes have holes my socks have holes I you know my clothes whatever they're dirty they get new stuff they we immediately like we will go and we'll be smart about it we'll be wise about it but we go and get them whatever they need. I mean, we'll sacrifice in every area to make sure the kids are taken care of. And I love doing that. And I just, and Andre the same way, we're, we're both just, that is our natural bent. Like our, our hearts are so turned towards others that we actually have to fight for us because, and I'll talk about me, like I have to fight for me because I will let myself have clothes that have holes in them and clothes that are torn and dirty. And I'm like, that's fine like we'll just glue gun that up real quick like it's fine like you know half my stuff is from when I was 16 and I'm still holding on to it because I don't go and get myself things that I need or new things because I'm not focused on caring for myself in that way I'm focused on caring for my children in that way and I was like oh juju this is not good. Like, just like looking at my father's clothes and I'm like, oh man, where did this come from? Like, this is not a good thing. This is not noble. This isn't okay because if I'm this way, subconsciously, I will naturally teach my children to be this way. I have one pair of sneakers. And let me tell you about these sneakers right now. I'm just transparency right now. My sneakers I've had for probably, um, let's see, before Andre and I were married, so four years, and I, um, I have done tons of workouts in them. I don't even know how many miles I've run in these shoes, so much so that the soles lifted up and off, and they're they're great. They're like Nike shoes. They they were amazing. But I ran in them so so much that the soles were just lifting off the shoes. So you know what I decided to do? Really smart, not smart. I was like, it's fine. Like I'll just take off the soles and keep using them. Um, and then I decided, uh, you know, because I I'll run. I'll go through seasons where like, okay, I want to go on a run and I'll run. It feels good. It's great. So I went on a run, like a probably a three mile run in these shoes, and the next. 10 days my muscle in one of my calves was so upset 
at that decision. It was completely, I couldn't work out again for 10 days. It was so upset because I thought, I'm just going to make do with these shoes. It's fine. Like, I don't need a new pair of shoes. It's fine. I'll just take off the soles. There's a reason why there's soles on your shoes, okay? Like, you should not be doing that. You should throw away the shoes, go get in your car, go get yourself some sneakers so that you can go run and not mess up your body. I mean, it's just like, and I still have the sneakers. Even after that, I still save them because I never, like, dealt with this thing inside of me. I don't even know if it's fully dealt with yet, but I think talking about it helps to, like, hear how crazy it is if somebody ever told like me their story and it sounded like this I would say girl you need to do some serious like reflecting and self-love discovery because why are you doing that like why are you holding on to these things that have holes in them for years I've been wearing clothes with holes in them for years why why am I doing that? My kids have it. Andre hasn't, but I, like, so I didn't realize like watching this Netflix show, and this is how they get you, isn't it? You're watching Netflix thinking that, you know, you're just like watching Netflix, and then all of a sudden you're sitting with a pile of clothes crying because you're realizing that you haven't been loving yourself and it's been impacting your life and your emotions, and it's insanely like awakening and difficult to like conceptualize how has this been going on for so long has this always been in me and like I thinking back in my life I can see these like touch points and I developed a belief system just for myself and I realized it via the next story I'm about to tell you when I was growing up in my parents home um, they had in their closets, they had built in kind of like shoe, um, and they're not racks, but it's kind of like a lift in the closet. Like imagine like a three or four inch kind of, uh, block of wood that's painted to match the closet. And it's got, it's like, it's free shoes to like line up your shoes. Great. So that's in my closet. And somewhere along the lines in my journey of life, I developed, a, a disdain for, dressers I do not like dressers out in a room and I and I I don't even like dressers and probably because it has always caused me anxiety to not be able to see the clothes that are in there but I fixed that and watching you know the Netflix show in any case I'm growing up in my parents home we have this like shoe lift in the closet and I have this plastic uh three drawer dresser it's pretty small probably like a foot wide or foot and a half wide. And that's where I put like socks and all that kind of stuff. So that's in my closet. And it's not a flat closet. So this thing is like tipped down. And then there's like two pieces of like wood just like stuck underneath it. And every single day for, I don't know, 15 years, I open this thing it almost falls over I have to use two hands to like push the drawer back in and I never ever think oh I should go buy myself a different solution to this problem I have a solution to the problem that's working at a 30% success rate and I never take the time to go and find a different solution 
And like, I'm sitting there with my pile of clothes and I'm like, this is like, this is like the plaster drawer thing, isn't it? Like, why is this in my life? But I just, I didn't know that I was going to like have all this revelation about all these things. And like, I felt so, it was so healing to like acknowledge that and like realize that that was inside of me so that I can bring it into the light and start dealing with it. So I'm sitting there, I go through all my clothes and um, I start going through my dresser drawer clothes and I'm like, Andre, we're going to the store tonight. I said, there's some things that I need and we are going to the store to get them. And the first thing he says is like, okay, that's what we're going to do. So I finished up folding the clothes. Like she says, you kind of like uh, roll them a little bit and so that you can set them up so you can see everything. And I, and I, I realized that like part of life has been not being able to see where the problem is because I'm not acknowledging the problem. If I don't have to see it, if I don't have to notice it, then I can just have all this stuff around it and not actually address the fact that this is an issue and this is a belief system. I would never ever like lead, want to lead my children to that place where I'm like, everybody else is more important than you and you don't need to take care of yourself. And that means you wear holy clothes for years. I would never say that. I would say, you are so valuable. Like you need to take care of yourself. Like put the oxygen mask on yourself. Like it's okay to do that. You are part of the family. Like we're going to take care of you. And I feel like I haven't let myself have that or feel that. And it's makes me feel so sad for me. Like not like shameful, but it's like, oh man. So it's like, it's 2019 and I'm already a completely different person. I mean, that, that's really essentially what's happened. It's like, well, New Year's, whoa, new person, new revelation, like everything. And um, I refolding the clothes and putting the clothes that actually bring me joy into my closet, there's not a lot in there. But I realize in keeping things that don't make me, like don't bring joy to me, is actually keeping me from replacing it like I'm not creating the lack that is really needed to to move me to make a different solution like I have been wearing zip up jackets and I make fun of myself in my stories all the time I have like these zip up jackets and these sweaters that I I don't love I hate them they're like not cute like all this stuff and I just like it's all I have and I'm always cold and so I never have like gone out and got myself sweatshirts or sweaters that I actually love because I saved you know save the ones that I've just I've always had this I've had this for years or somebody gave it to me it's what I have and it's like no all those are gone now and now it's like oh you know what I actually need I need a sweater and I'm only going to get a sweater that that I actually like and that I don't feel um is terrible <laughs> imagine that imagine that so that's what's been going on like right now my table is piled up with papers because we did clothing we did books which I got rid of an entire box of books that no that I'm just like I, I read them and they don't resonate with me anymore or there's new information out or I don't know the internet is out there so those are gone now there's just a stack of papers which I don't even, it's not even stressful for, to me because the thought of just 
thinking about my home and knowing that every single area is already done sounds absolutely exhilarating to me. And I'm like, the fact I can think about my drawers right now and my bedroom, and yes, I have a dresser out there, um, out of my closet because, you know, I share my closet with my husband. They're, everything is done. And it makes me, this is, this is going to absolutely shock you. It's shocking me right now. I can't believe I'm about to say this. It makes me, dare I say, excited about folding laundry. I know. I know your mind just blew because you know laundry is like my thing. I hate laundry. And now I'm like, I could do all of my laundry in almost one load, I feel like right now. And I'm like, maybe this is why I hated cleaning and all because I never felt like it was done and I always felt like you know like you fold the towels and you stuff them in there and some of them fall down and like there's tons of like kids games and all this stuff that's just like it's just stuff that doesn't like you open your you open your closets and you're like I don't feel joy right now I'm just closing the closet and closing my eyes and walking away and then you never just get to relax because you're always like oh there's always something I can be doing I cannot wait it's gonna come like there's gonna be a podcast I'm gonna say my home is officially completely tidied. And not only are we tidying our home, we are tidying our garage. And also, when we're putting away our Christmas decorations, we are going to not keep things that don't give us joy anymore. And that sounds amazing because y'all know I have a huge Christmas decor like section of our attic so that's what I've been doing, and I feel like my mind's been blown. Have you been watching this show? Is your life transformed? If you haven't watched it, highly recommend that you watch it. it was, it's been amazing. So I hope that today you do something that just like gives you joy. I hope that even if it's thinking about addressing your closet or whatever, if, if you have um, anything that doesn't spark you joy anymore that is black um sparkly yoga pants white or red apparently those are the only things that spark joy for me in my clothing everything that was of any other color I got rid of and I was totally cool with it I don't know why but I look at my closet and it's all just a matching like black white red like gold sparkles like it looks beautiful but I'm like do I really only wear these for five colors I guess I guess I do. In any case, if you have any of those things or yoga pants, um, I I will receive them with joy. They can. There's room for them. There's room for them here. I wish that we could all just like organize like a huge clothing swap between us, because between everybody that's doing their tidying, there's so much like there's so many clothes that will give joy to someone else. Like I just want to be like a joy connector. Like I want to connect this article of clothing with you because it's gonna bring you joy. Like oh, this sounds amazing. But I. I'm so glad I got to share those stories with you. I hope that the rest of your day is amazing and fills you with joy. I will talk to you again on Thursday and I'll let you know updates. I've got more stories I didn't even get into, but we'll save those for Thursday. So have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.